Hey, Perfect 10 fans, today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Let me take a second to tell you about Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy for you to create a professional website, blog, portfolio, and now even an online store. Squarespace introduces new commerce solutions that allow you to instantly create a store and start selling your products. Squarespace Commerce provides powerful and flexible e-commerce solutions integrated to work with every Squarespace template, allowing sales for both physical and digital goods. For example, you can sell music CDs or MP3s, hardcover books or eBooks. Squarespace has a fast merchant account setup, so you can start accepting payments right away via credit or debit card. Their single interface for order management allows you to track orders, provide customer email updates, print shipping labels, and add coupons. Squarespace Commerce is included with a business plan subscription, which starts at the low price of $24 per month when you sign up for a year. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase on new accounts, go to squarespace.com slash perfect10. That's squarespace.com slash perfect10 and use offer code perfect. Or go to fakemustache.com and click on the Squarespace banner in the Perfect 10 page. Squarespace, everything you need to create an exceptional website. And now, an exceptional show. The thing that trips me out about Ralphie is not the way it's your voice. I mean, seriously, you sound like ghetto Mickey Mouse. Uh, (laughs) Are your, like, thighs putting that much pressure on your balls? No, no, they're right here. They're good. They're they're out. My balls are out. Yeah, it's your dick nobody can see. I saw it last night in the reflection of your mother's forehead. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Ralph, you're crazy. I like the house to cold. Everybody, I'm Ralphie May, and I'm Lana Turner, and we are the Perfect Ten Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, you just got through listening to me on the Burn, Jeffrey Ross's new TV show, badass show. On it really is funny, man. Uh, on the Comedy Central, uh, I was lucky enough to be on the first season, uh, the first show, uh, and then I was on the season finale of this one. And, and hopefully, you'll be on it again and again. I know. So by the end of the year, we could be on season eight. Uh, this <laughs> is fucking great, you know. We keep our fingers crossed. Um, but I, I love doing the show. It's so great to see Jeffrey just uh, hitting his stride and doing what he needs to do—a weekly roast of pop culture topics, stuff like that. 
It's so it's a perfect show for him, and it's a great. It really is. And you were great on it. I want to hear more of you on the show. I mean, you had so That's many very good, nice of you to say. Thank so you. many good lines that it's just a shame not to hear a little I'm bit humbled. more. Danny, play some more for us. Researchers in Israel found that regular marijuana use improved the quality of life of old Jewish people. Great, nice, great, right? Good for the Jews. This is great news. Temple Beth Shalom. <laughs> But now I gotta drive my grandma out of five different weed stores to get the best price. <laughs> <laughs> Normally when Jews are getting stoned in Israel, it's from the Palestinians, right? <laughs> it, that's the only way they can make horrible Jewish food tasty. <laughs> are you crazy? Jewish food is great. It's nasty. <laughs> Y'all are allergic to flavor. Oh my God. <laughs> I'd put you in the oven just to cook something better. <laughs> I really think that you're one of the great comedians of our generation. Are you serious? Yeah. Are you bullying me? Am I blowing you? Yeah, are you pulling my leg? Oh, pulling your leg? What? I, I didn't hear what you said. It sounded like you said, am I blowing you? Well, I did say that at first. Yeah, that, that's not the... I'm not blowing you. Just for anybody <laughs> who's listening to this, I'm, ta I'm clearly ass, talking. I'm talking about. Oh, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass? I, I think you're amazingly talented. And, I mean, there's... A I, there's a few people who just have the ability to change the way everybody sees the world and make everybody laugh at the same time. And one of those people happens to be George Carlin. And I oh my God, he was so great. So good. I freaking uh, who doesn't fucking love George Carlin? I mean, he's awesome. And um, I got to hang out with his daughter Kelly. Wow. She's amazing in her own right. And you know, it's kind of hard I, as as a wife of a comedian who's also a comic. It sucks when people always want to mention. Oh, you're Ralphie's wife, and I'm sure in some ways that she gets tired of always being George Carlin's daughter. I didn't ask her that, but she's a very talented woman and successful in her own right, and she has her own message that she likes to share, and one of which is about spirituality. Here you go. Ten. All right, I'm here right now with Kelly Carlin, and I want to hear more. I want to learn about spirituality. What can you... How's this is an area where you're like an expert or strangely enough it is. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't have expected that as the the daughter of George Carlin. I, I don't know why. I just for some reason he just seems in his stand up to be so pragmatic and Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that it it is interesting. I mean uh, I mean part of it is I think well, actually, I got most of my spirituality from my father, you know, and really for me, spirituality, what does that mean? It's such a big word. It's a ridiculous word. It can mean everything from people who like think angels are talking to them <laughs> to like hardcore Zen meditators. Um, but for me, uh, it's just about curiosity about life in general. And I kind of draw a line between materialism, which isn't just the materialism like worship your stuff, you know, like worship your microwave or whatever. Um, but materialism, like literally like the physical realm, the things you can touch and see and smell, everything that your your senses can sense, um, those basic five senses. And then everything else I see is in the, the realm of the invisible or 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 not tangible in that way. And uh and and I include in that things that actually you can feel part of feelings like 
the emotional life, um, thoughts, um, ideas, and then, and then really for me, spirituality is about meaning. Like what meaning do you bring to your life? What, what, what does it all mean to you? And I think from a very young age, I think because my dad was always asking the big questions about life, but he was doing it through this filter called stand-up comedy. He was always asking the big questions, the really, really big questions. What is, you know, what, what, you know, what the big questions and the little questions, you know, everything from what's it all about to peas and rice krispies and things like that, you know? So, uh, I don't know. There's something in my genetics about it. I mean, I, I, you know, I hang out with other Carlins and we're all like this. We're all like big questioners. So for me, it's kind of contemplating the big questions. And, and really, I mean, I've, I was always a seeker. My mom and dad were always seekers. I mean, we had, I remember as a kid, there's a very famous guy named Ram Das who was a Jewish guy who went to Harvard and met Timothy Leary and dropped acid and they all got kicked out of Harvard for doing acid research and this Jewish guy who was a very straight Jewish guy ended up going to India and like following a guru and like became this guy Ram Das and he wrote this book called Be Here Now which was like the original thing that like when eastern Met, you know, Eastern religion came to the West. It was one of the main things. And I remember seeing that on my parents' coffee table for when I was a kid. And so those kind of things were always around in our house. And, um, and speaking of acid, my, my dad in the late 60s dropped acid and he had this huge awakening that ended up manifesting as this, you know, kind of him becoming this long-haired guy who spoke and did the seven dirty words and stuff but his internal change was enormous and he had this experience of oneness with everything like he really got that he was the same as a tennis shoe on the ground a piece of dog shit or the pacific ocean like this incredible awakening and and he was very open about those kind of things and so it was just part of who our family was and, and, and how I grew up. And luckily I, I didn't grow up in a church or anything like that. So like my vision, I mean, spirituality can certainly include God. I mean, uh, I'm in the agnostic category in that. I mean, I don't really know. I guess I'll find out once I die or something. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm okay with that. Um, so yeah, so I'm just, I kind of have this, obsession with wanting to honor the invisibles of life like the the intangibles and how they really do make life full of purpose and meaning and 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 so I I I I read about it all the time if you walk around my library here you'll see I have lots of books on it and I want to I want to help people connect to it in their own life and um and it's and it is it's it's kind of hard for me because a lot of people expect me well a lot of people thought my dad was an atheist he wasn't he really was an agnostic a lot of people see my dad's routine about god where he talks about there's a no man in the sky or there's a man in the sky with a beard you know who you know knows everything about you and everything but you know he he needs your money <laughs> um <laughs> it's a great it's a great thing and i totally agree with him on all of that so a lot of people think well you know 
so it was hard for me to kind of come out of the closet as a person who wants to talk about these things and um and yet fuck it I thought <laughs> it's what's important to me so wow well I think everything actually for you is great you know you found your your spiritual yeah, finding enlightenment my place in the world and in the universe I suppose yeah <laughs> And then you're like, God, I'm fucking small. <laughs> yep. Jesus, what are we doing? Which is a relief, you know, because then you don't realize, oh, yeah, I'm not in charge of it all. No. God, no. no. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Damn! That's deep. You know, I think women's... Uh, thoughts about spirituality are different on the majority of the men how about you baby what do you think a minute ago danny was saying that the grim reaper knows you by name yeah that motherfucker don't want to lift me up right but <laughs> i was come on let's go see christmas past <laughs> was like fuck you comic no but i i mean when you were in the <laughs> hospital the last time and you were really close to death i yeah. felt like there were so many people who love you who band together and sent like waves of good energy, whatever that is. There's something in the connection between people. We really yeah. are connected. Like when I think of my mother and then phone rings and it's her, I think that there's sort of like this, it's a, you know, we five senses. That's bullshit. I think we have way more than that. Um, you know, I've died and, and it's, it's a scary thing. Well, they injected thing. you with morphine. With yeah. I was coming out of an operation and they injected me with morphine it and stopped, it stopped heart. my heart. Um, normally the reaction is it stops your lungs, slows your lungs down to where you start breathing and you just die. But me, its effect was different. I was allergic to it, so it stopped my heart. So scary. I got a shot to the heart. And morphine no, to blame. You give love bad name. So did you have an experience when that happened? Uh, yeah, but I don't know if it's real or morphine. Right, and you you never really like to talk about it either, right? No, because people think you're crazy. I've I, I don't you know if anybody does think you're crazy, fuck them. Who cares what people think? I mean, your story's your well, story. I mean, it's 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 it sounds strange, and it's um, I think that it's it's something personal, and I don't want to put my you know interaction on anyone else. But for me, it was a, a different experience. Um, it felt like I could still feel all my fingers and toes and everything, but it was like the center of me was being drawn up and out. Like my whole body was just like a shirt just being lifted off of me and being taken and being pulled up above and, um, pulled and a joy washing over me. And it was warm and wonderful. And it, it was everything from a mother's hug to the first hot chocolate chip cookie to the first snowfall to the sign of, of puppies to all this joy thing, you know, these joyful things. It felt like that. And it was it was amazing. And then zoop back in the body and then a lot of pain. Yeah. So would you then describe yourself as a spiritual person? I think I'm a very spiritual person because I believe in the spirit of humanity, you know. And, you know, in, in doing that, you know, the spirit of humanity 
Uh, it's not just one thing. It's not all good. It's sometimes it's bad too. But as far as God and heaven and earth and and hell, I don't I don't think my God would create a hell or send someone to it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, if you've got a near death experience, or right, know somebody who did, or, or have an opinion has, about it, or have an opinion about it, write us at the goods at perfect10pod.com. So dying, I believe, in spirituality and having a comfortable place about dying is a good part of life. And Amen. You know, whatever on that, because dying, I think, would have to suck and stink. <laughs> and what really stinks is smelly pussy. And, oh, of course, folks, oh, we I can't leave you without another mouth. good smelly pussy story. Oh, yeah. we You thought we were going to be all sweet and Mm-mm. sincere and spiritual this fucking episode. Not at all. Fuck you. We're dirty and we're back, bitches. And this is it from was none a ruse. other than your favorites. We had to bring them back again. We had to bring them back again. What Our good, crazy degenerate brothers. Uh, the Smash Brothers. The Smash Brothers. Corey and Chad. Corey and Chad with stinky pussy stories. Oh, I need some pussy. Yo, pussy is a way of life. I like your pussy better than my wife's. I like pussy. I like pussy all night I was uh, 19 or 20, uh, and I got this girl, and we went to a hotel. I met her at uh, some pool hall. Corey had to wait in my Pontiac Fiero because I had a piece of shit Pontiac Fiero. So he's waiting in the car. I go in the hotel. We're kissing. We're doing what we do. And as men, this is, you know, you check her oil. You use your fingers. And while you're kissing her, you kind of give it a whiff before you go down on her. That's the old school player tip, by the way, for (laughs) for you listeners. Uh, When I smelt it, I'm not kidding you guys. I almost passed out. It smelt like rusty roof nails and soggy Cheez-Its. Like it. Well, well, I was in the vehicle, and I even smelt it from the fucking vehicle in the parking lot. That's oh. it, was, it was bad. And so I told her, I said, hey, listen, I got to go pee. And in every hotel room, the bathroom was always by the front door in a shitty hotel room. So I said, I'll be right back. I couldn't take it. I was gagging. I literally opened the bathroom door and the front door at the same time and ran the fuck out of there all the way to the car and made him smell my fingers. And we both laughed, oh. but throw up at the same time. I swear to you, this girl must have wiped from the back to the front. <laughs> seriously, guys, seriously. She was wiping pudding right in the tuna boat. It was bad. <laughs> That is nasty. Uh, it was. It was. And if like, I was drunk or high, I probably would have fucked her, but I didn't uh, because I couldn't take it. Soggy Cheez-Its is the worst smell ever. That is so gross. Was there any indication that the package might be fucked? I mean, by looking at her? Yeah. Was there like a fragile sign on it? No, no. Nothing like that. She was beautiful. Uh, I just think she got hosed out a lot and just letting guys, you know, back up the dump truck. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just, I think there was just a lot of semen in there, you know, right. so. So high miles. High mile. You know, young girl, high mileage. You know, if you, if you traded that in, you wouldn't get shit for that. You oh. know what I mean? So she's way over the miles for the oil change is what you're saying. Yeah, I'm thinking yeast infection, uh, something not right. Because vaginas should smell, you know, decent. They should not make you gag. When you say decent, what is what are you referring to? Uh, PP, PP and uh, sugar smacks. Like, <laughs> that to me is a good smelling vagina. Uh, right, if, like, when you think of arousing vagina the first thing you think of is is sugar smacks and, and pee pee that that's Aww. the first things that i smell right now i'm getting a boner just talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Oh my gosh, that is so nasty. <laughs> well, you asked for a crazy sex story. Did, did you ever see her again? Uh, we did, and then she asked what the fuck happened. And this is back in the day with pagers. And I said that our mother uh, texted, uh, paged us nine one one, and I had to go. So at least she could have told me. And I'm like, you know, I should have said, at least she could have told me your pussy stinks. But she <laughs> didn't. Do, I didn't do that because I'm a gentleman. Right. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's horrible. What do you? I wonder what the somebody should do if they're. I mean, uh, I, th- th- a, you got to go to a doctor or something right, like that. Go out to the front yard and jam a fucking garden hose and, t- and wash it out a little. Bit. I mean, yeah. you, for, it's your vagina. I know if my balls stink. I well, mean, you, you would know, know if you're. And if you, and as a man, if my balls, if I think I went jogging or whatnot, and she's trying to get frisky, I give her a warning like, "Hey, by going down there, you assume all risk and responsibility <laughs> because my balls smell like WD forty right can now." Can you imagine if you'd actually like got, taken it a step further and pulled out a rusty nail and a lump of cheese? <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, uh. And be like, hey, why don't you suck on this and I'll suck on that? So gross. I mean, she had to have known that her it wasn't smelling good. I mean, how do you not not know? know? How do you not know unless you've just dealt with the stench for so long? And I kind of knew because she was like the pool hall whore, but. I was that 19, you know. Disease. That has to be like. It had to have been. Thank like, God I didn't put my dick in. It's small enough. Does gonorrhea you know? have an odor? It's got to. I don't know. That's gotta be it. I mean. The, did you clean your fingers? Uh, yeah, of course I did. I remember you sucked on them. (laughs) 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 Yes, I washed them in a Carl's Jr. bathroom, and I remember we poured mom's nail polish remover on my fingers because they stank so bad. Oh, my God, like you couldn't get it out with soap. No, like every time I smelled it, it just smelled like old Gordon's fish sticks just every time. (laughs) And I remember I put in two fingers, and at 19, you shouldn't be able to take two fingers, you know? Uh, That's another tip. If you could put more than three of your fingers, don't fuck her. (laughs) That's just my tip. Right the out day. the gate like that, just unless yeah. it's a big girl, yeah. Yeah, then but, you can fist her. Well, no matter how big you get, the pussy always stays the same. I mean, that's my experience. Actually, we've been hearing lately that the fatter women have the better pussy. Yeah, because well, no one wants to fuck them. They can suck dick like a mother because oh, they're always hungry. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, a big girl knows how to handle a shaft because she has to. But that there's more layers of fat around the pussy itself, so it makes it like a more like yeah, um, like oh. it's a treasure hunt. I'm loving it. Like tell, tell me more, Lana. Tell me more. <laughs> like you, like you got to get a sharpie out and draw a treasure map to her snatch. Will you tell me? Have you ever been with a, a fat woman? Uh, fat. Okay, I, we weigh about. Yeah, Chad's gone whaling. Yeah, I've gone whaling. <laughs> uh, you seen that show Whale Wars? That's me on a Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. Chad's um, the SS fucking uh, the croc hunter or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm the Steve Irwin. Uh. Uh, I've had a couple big girls. I wouldn't say like obese, but uh, under uh, about a buck eighty. I've wrestled a linebacker before. So okay, all you listeners know, Chad has fucked fat chicks and had stinky pussy. Oh my gosh! Just to reiterate, because Corey has class standards and good credit. But it doesn't matter. I've had zero STDs and no kids. Pulling out works, kids. Pulling out works. <laughs> You have no comeback for that, do no, you? Because I have a kid, so obviously I'm a little late on the pullout. Right. I'm lazy. Yeah, uh, here's the tip. When your dick starts hopping up and down like a 64 Impala with hydraulics, pull it out because you leave it in there because it feels good. Damn right. If I'm in there, she's getting it. And then you have a baby. And that's why you're paying child support. Yeah. Aw, beautiful baby. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) You always have to to say something, right? (laughs) You're you're stuck with it. Yeah, it's like, fuck. Once it's yours, it's like, oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Now I got a little mini me that she's going to break my heart one day by some boy. Oh. So I hope she's a lesbian. Well, hopefully she's listening to this podcast when she comes of age and knows not to have a smelly pussy. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Tip of the day. My daddy and uncle taught me not to have a smelly coochie. 
my cookie smells good, Daddy. Great, honey. Great. Good, good. I hope I'm Ellen's glad. a generous eats it, honey. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much. You're fucking so funny. <laughs> thank you for having us. We appreciate it. The Smash Brothers are bananas. I think that so they gross. are spiritual beings. <laughs> oh shit. I don't know, man. I thought we fooled him on that one. Fuck that spirituality shit. Hey, Danny, can you do a real spiritual voice and talk about our dates? (laughs) This week you can catch Ralphie May and Lana Turner performing in comedic matrimony in Portland, Michigan on the 21st. In Sutton's Bay, Michigan on the 22nd. In Crawfordsville, Indiana on the 23rd. In Muskin, Michigan on the 24th. In Kalamazoo, Michigan on the 25th. And in Fort Wayne, Indiana. On the 26th, these dates will be available with more information regarding each one on ralphiemay.com or lanaturner.com. Back to you, Ralphie and Lana. Thanks, Danny. That was heavenly. Thanks for telling us where the fuck we're going to be. Um, this week's music, uh, I don't know if she has a stinky pussy or how spiritual she is. Oh, I'm but, sure her uh, pussy's lovely and I'm sure she's oh, very I bet in it's with fucking herself. effervescent. I bet it's like a fucking bed of roses down there, that monkey. All right. But she's got great music. I don't know how to do that. I mean, we've been talking about spirituality and stinky pussy this whole episode. It's all one and the same, Ralphie Mae. Come oh, on. Okay, isn't it all yes. the same? It's all one and the same because if you get a stinky pussy, it'll probably bring you closer to God because you'll be like, oh, dear God. Amen to that. Oh, shit. Amen to that. I can't believe I've got to like, fuck this guy. Oh, Jesus. That's fucking... Ugh. Oh, my God. Ugh. That's so funny. No, this week's music comes to us again from the beautiful Mercy Lounge in Nashville, Tennessee. Elena Elena Royale. Royale. What the fuck is going on, Bonnaroo Friends of friends, I didn't even know your name. Now it's looking like second chances.
Want to win a trip to Las Vegas to see Ralphie Mae live at the South Point Casino? It's easy. Just be the one to kiss our asses the most, and you and a friend could be one of our lucky winners to be flown from anywhere in the U.S. to Vegas, picked up in a limo, put up at the South Point Casino Hotel, and get two tickets to see them perform. Be creative, folks. Promote us in your hometown, online on your social media site, and leave us nice comments and high ratings on iTunes, and you could be the next lucky winner. Good luck, and start ass-kissing today. Thank you, thank you for listening to Perfect Ten. Tune in next week when we'll do it again. Hit a Facebook and Twitter and tell all of your friends and... Well, you get the idea. Subscribe. Visit our page on iTunes. Leave us plenty of comments and a high rating. Check out our website at perfect10pod.com. We'll see you next week. 